All right, all right. Hello and welcome back. <laughs> no, hello and welcome back, everybody, to Spiritual Podcast, Spiritual Table Talk. So today's topic is Metre Zili, Zili Freda. And we're so lucky here today because we have all these Metre Zili people with us to talk about this wonderful spirit right here. As always, Go ahead and subscribe on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. You can direct your donations to via Cash App, Cash Symbol, Hector Salva. Now, now, near and dear to our, all our hearts, Metrezili. It's me, Papa Hector, Ty, Auntie, and Ali Al here on the show with you today. So, Anyone would like to make some starting commenter? Yeah, if you can elevate her, your life will be a lot better. Absolutely. Uh, That's you, all I'm going to say. When you figure out she's the reason why. <laughs> you can elevate her. I, I, I hear to, I, she had an easy one. I don't know. I don't know nothing, but that one, that's a hard one to do. Yeah, no, I agree. If you can elevate her, you're going to have a way better life. But here's the, here's the trick. I'm going to give y'all a little secret about the trick. Is in order to elevate her, you must elevate yourself. Mm. Oh, uh, so going back 100%. to like a different 100%. podcast yeah. is right. Is yeah. you, if you like as most things, you could blame it all on something else. Or you, yeah. can, bl- or you can take some accountability, Correct. responsibility. So, of course, she's difficult to elevate because she deals with some of the most difficult things within human experience. Mm. Well, and things okay. that we're not taught. Things no, that the world exactly. doesn't teach us. Exactly. Like, that we all want, we like, all have, we all like need. What? Like what? Like love. Love, right? Love. Luxury, wealth, romance. Um, everybody wants love, right? right? But they don't want any kind of love. Yeah. Most people want romantic love. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is often like an idealized form of love. Right. Right? So that's one. Everybody wants riches, w- luxury, wealth. Right? Everyone loves to, wants to, at the same time, be lazy. Yeah. They want to have these, all these things, <laughs> all these things without me. having to work for it. Right? Mentorizzi right? has a, port, a part of her that controls, that has control over that domain. Um, jealousy. A lot of people are never taught how to deal with their jealousy, how not to be jealous, how when you're jealous, all it says is you're focusing too much on the outer rather than the inner, right? Like, otherwise jealousy doesn't occur. And purity. Metrezili is a a spirit of purity. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't know what it is to be pure, Right? Because they think pure and clean mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. But pure and clean don't mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so she deals with a lot of those things that I would say are at the... I guess you would call that the top of the Maslow's Pyramid. Yeah. Love, yep. self-acceptance, like, mm-hmm. you know, luxury, all these things. They come above your basic needs. Right? right? So compassion... That's another thing she deals in, in compassion and charity. Everybody wants everybody else to be charitable and helpful to them. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants everybody else to be compassionate with them. Right. Right? But can you do so with others? Yeah. Right? So 
um, all these types of things. Perfection. She is a spirit of perfection. So, and she's a perfectionist. If you're unelevated, you're a perfectionist. You try to make everything perfect. Mm -hmm. If you elevate her, you see it's already perfect. That's the difference. And that you can't perfect it. In fact, thinking that you can perfect it is where the imperfection lies. Mm. So she's a big spirit that like everybody, what she got, that's what you want. And that's what people become concerned with. So that that's why she's so popular. Right. If you put any of the Loire name, like you hashtag any Loire name. Uh-huh. Right? She's at the top. Metre Zili, Zili Freda. She's one of the top. Pasogu. Oh, wow. Pas Berlie, St. Michael. Because people want all those things. Exactly. Pas, pretty much the majority of the other Loire. It's like when you make, yeah. a, when you make a wish to a genie in the cartoons, people always want money. They want love. Mm-hmm. They want the guy, the prince, the princess, love. But if she's not elevated, you're never you're never fulfilled. No, you're never fulfilled. Nor do those relationships work out. You're never satisfied. The elevation, that's where the fulfillment comes in with the elevation. Exactly. You're never satisfied. I mean, I right? should be asking you that. I shouldn't be speaking to you like that. But yeah. No. That's, that's my experience with it. With her. That, the other thing is that, you know, when she's unelevated, the people who are her people, they're very easily offended. Mm-hmm. They're very sensitive. Mm-hmm. But you can be sensitive the wrong way. Yeah. Okay? And you can get very easily offended mm-hmm. by stuff that really just ain't that deep. No. And then you end up really upset it. And what most people don't realize is, like, me, the way I calculate life is real simple. How much time do I spend being upset versus non-upset? Mm-hmm. That's how I, I, I know a measure of a good life. Mm-hmm. Right? And so when you're very easily offended, you're also very easily manipulated. Because mm-hmm. you're also very easily complimented. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Everything has its both sides. <laughs> yeah. So then you're very easily to fall victim to flattery. Yeah. Right? Where people, and then you will call that manipulation. But in actuality, it's not. That's another thing. Unelevated, Freda, Metrezili, Freda, she could be very manipulative. Mm-hmm. Right? She's very smart. So people underestimate her a lot of times because they think, like, oh, she's sweet. She's the love goddess. Da da da. What people don't understand is love comes in many forms. Well, I will tell you... That thin line between love and hate. Yeah, but she made people think I'm gay. Oh, yeah, if you're a man... Yeah, I'm the least... I'm a savage. Yeah. The woods, all the shit. She makes people think I'm gay. Yeah, no, Randy... Randy is like... He's a bear. He's basically no. like. Ah. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, I mean, but no, Randy great. is like um, a modern day hick. Basically, yeah, I'm country. With yeah, country as hell, right? <laughs> so, so 
country. He liked to do yard work. He liked to yeah. do like fixing things, stuff like that. And I she mean, convinced other people of that even with, j- just by being was, with him because yeah. she's with him. Before I even knew about any of this, yeah. people would think I'm gay. I was in my 20s and I'm like, I don't know why. And then it'd be like, <laughs> I didn't even know what a gay person was. That's how sheltered I was. I didn't even know. I don't know anything about any of this shit. For those like, of you who don't know, auntie, auntie doesn't really have I would say um, feminine Trait? movements. Yeah, like like no. he doesn't walk or do any. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have any real. No, no he has. I had to be yelled he at has no him. real fluidity in his motions. Yeah, yeah I'm not like me. I had to get yelled at. I had another spirit tell me that I smell like plastic and baloney, and I'd better start wearing cologne. Yeah. Okay, a gay man. Isn't gonna walk around smelling like polonium polonium plastic. Yeah, so that you know, <laughs> right? no, she'll have you. She'll have people thinking if you're a man that you're gay. Yeah. She even sometimes have people thinking if you're a woman that you're gay. Yeah. People don't know that I too. Totally. Like yeah. I know, I know a person, a mambo, who was like, basically like, her problem with Freda was she wasn't gay, but everybody <laughs> thought she was. Yes. Gay. Yeah. Because of Freda, though. Yeah. And because Freda's jealous, right? She so she was nuts. jealous over her. Yep. So she didn't want the Mambo to have a man because she knew if the Mambo has a woman, she's not going to like her that much anyway. So I don't have to worry about like her forgetting me. Mm-hmm. If she has a man, that's what she likes. Mambo might forget me. So she mm-hmm. would give people the image that the Mambo was gay, even though... The Mambo was very feminine. Yeah. Like, very feminine. Yep. There was nothing that would... Most people would look at her and think she was gay. But if you looked at anybody else who didn't have her situation, you would have never thought she was gay. No. You know? So, Freda does that. Another thing that she does is... She likes to fuck up people's relationships. Yeah, super good at that. Mm-hmm. She's she very likes, good at If that. she doesn't like your man, she's going to mess it up. If she likes your man, she might mess it up. Because she likes him. Yeah. So, you if know. she likes your man, she could mess it up. <laughs> if she doesn't like your man, she could mess it up. She mm-hmm. She's like that. Um, a lot of people, another thing a lot of people don't understand is there's a lot of men who out here and they look very like rare, rare, like masculine uh-huh. that actually have Freda. <coughs> so, you ever hear that saying? I'm not very good with sayings because my mind doesn't record such things. Something to the extent of like, he's like scary on the outside but soft on the inside type of thing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people that are like characterized like that. Like intimidating type men. They seem intimidating. (laughs) Or they seem like really like super masculine. Yeah. But they're just a teddy bear. A lot of those people have Fred and so this can become very deceiving for women who are trying to be in a relationship with that man. Mm-hmm. Because touching upon another podcast that we did that we know you're going to go listen to right away is like, remember, men have certain roles they're allowed to play. Right. And there are certain emotions they're allowed to have. Mm-hmm. So naturally... When a man has that going on with them, a lot of times it's not very evident to the woman because he's not allowed to have certain emotions or emotional expressions that are typical of 
Freda, or which would be more typical of what's considered feminine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that fucks up a lot of relationships because then the man doesn't feel understood. But now this gets into a concept. I mean, maybe somebody who's a lot of people here might just be observing all these spiritual things. So like in your frame, though, you're referring to somebody who has Freda. Like Fred is in my frame, mm-hmm. but Fred is not my head. Oh, yeah. If it's your head, it'd probably be worse. <laughs> yeah. Right. You'd have a harder time. Yeah. No, it's it's harder. If Fred has your head spirit, it's more difficult for you because, remember, your head spirit, that's a main thing you got to learn to deal with. Okay? Mm-hmm. And she does not care how she handles relationships. And, <laughs> and she is, but if like she's I said... You, it can be... Yeah, but if she's with you, it can also be very, very beautiful if you do have her elevated. Okay, so I know people who have her elevated. Mm -hmm. Like, I know this one old lady. She had a friend, very elevated. (coughs) Old lady, most pleasant person to be around, always giggling, happy, smiles. Very generous, very charitable, very warm, very loving. Um, not only was she like that, but she just had this very much like effervescence mm-hmm. is the way to say it. Like, and wherever like she went, like everybody, if they didn't know her, they wanted to meet her. Mm-hmm. Right? If they knew her, they wanted to be around her. She was very psychic. And so, yeah, uh huh. Yep. So she could keenly <laughs> pick up on like shit going on with you, and like if you were trying to hide something and things mm-hmm. of that nature, very keen on all that. Very clean person. Like everything was always very clean around her, mm-hmm. and very fun. And even though she was old, she wasn't old. She was one of those people where they say, like, um, age is just a number. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, you could, like, grow old in your body, but not in your mind. She was like this, very refreshing person to be around. I knew this bartender. She had Freda. The bitch could be going through hell. You wouldn't know it. Why? Because she didn't carry her hell with her. Mm-hmm. You didn't know it. You, she, she didn't carry it with her. Mm-hmm. Right? And she was just same, very sweet, very jovial, very open. Right? So when <coughs> Freda's really elevated, right? Can people be born with her elevated? Mm-hmm. Or no? You have to do something. You have to, to work it. through it. You have to work. You gotta clear something away usually. You can be born with it more elevated or less elevated, Mm -hmm. but not to the totality of its elevation. Gotcha. Okay. Right. And when we say elevation, it's a bad word. (coughs) The word more properly would be balanced. Oh, okay. Okay. Because elevation is really about balance. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times people think of elevation as higher and lower. Right, because that's the uh, what we use it for. Yeah. So higher and lower, right? Mm-hmm. But that kind of would give you the bad interpretation of words. Mm-hmm. For example, 
when you use the word elevation, people automatically assume that being angry is unelevated. True. But that's not true. There are times where anger is the appropriate response. Not reaction, response. Mm -hmm. And response and responsibility come from the same word. Yeah. Right? So people associate being angry is unelevated or being sad is unelevated or being this or being that as unelevated. Everything is contextual, situational in life. Mm -hmm. Like what may apply here may not apply there. Now, someone who's elevated could be can get very angry and that anger runs through them, clear. Meaning, once it's done, it's done. It's over with. It's not held, right? When the spirit is unelevated, it holds a grudge. It, it feels some type of way yeah. for things that don't really matter, right? When it's unelevated, it doesn't take self-awareness. Like, well, where's my part? Because anywhere that you're involved, you had a part. Whether you recognize it, you don't recognize it, you see it, you don't see it. There was a part that you played. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, again, going back to the angry is not always unelevated. Sometimes the part that you played was being too nice. Sometimes when you're too nice... Fucks everything up too. Yeah, that's where, why I said the more better word is actually balanced or imbalanced, right? Because people can think like that being elevated means I'm always nice, I'm nice all the time, etc., etc. That's unelevated. The same way as we use the word purity, right? People think of purity in the same way. person that's pure, like... They're calm all the time. They're like relaxed. They don't react to anything. They don't respond to anything. Basically, for what most people think is a pure person is basically a dead person. Yeah. Okay? They don't, because they don't move, yeah. like, okay? Yeah. There's someone who's like, I don't know. That's why, like, I just did a whole bunch of shit on the Dalai Lama, right? So that's why, like, they're celibate, right? But that's not true. Yeah, no. Do you see? Because purity does not relate to that. No, not at all. Right? And people think of pure as being whatever they term, whatever they deemed was clean. And that's, again, people being materialistic and visual. Exactly. Because I'm clean, but are you clean on the inside? And cleanliness on the inside will be more so purity. You know, then, hey, look at me outside shining. Yeah, and that's the thing about, like, judgment, right? If you're going around judging, judging, and judging, you got judgments all over, you can't be clean. Because judgments don't allow you to see a situation. Uh They immediately impose filters. Mm. So immediately, you see via those glasses that you're wearing, Uh right? And you come to a conclusion based not on the situation at hand, based on the glasses. Yeah. Right? And that's part of being clean. Because if you're really, like, doing your thing, living your life, there's not really a lot of space for judgments. No. It's not needed. No. If you're minding your lane. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. 
you know, of course, if someone comes in your lane and y'all have a crash, there's going to be issues. But if, for the most part, a lot of people, like, let's say you walk into a store, you see people. Mm-hmm. Most of those people you're never going to interact with. Mm-hmm. But many people, they see people immediately, no matter who they are. You know, I'll never speak with them in my life. I'm going to have judgments about them. Mm-hmm. Right? And I will make judgment calls. They must be like this. They are like this. They are like that. Even the way that I might deal with them might shift or change based on those judgments, those preconceived notions. Yeah. Right? Another area of judgments, I'll give you an example, like you might think that no one has ever been through what you've been through. True. I right? Know that. Yeah, right? 100%. But yeah. it might not be that they've never well, been what through you. closest to me have been through worse and the same. The same or worse. But Manifesting you, in your front yard at times. Yeah, at times, right? And yeah. you you find that out, and then you realize that you made that judgment call based on incomplete information. Correct. But that's all judgment calls. And just because you might be more open about something doesn't mean everybody is. Well, right? like for me, so when you assume, my trauma is ego. It's like, it's, of course. it's egotistical. So when you assume that, okay, I deal with Alex, or I deal with... Ty, mm-hmm. or I deal with this person, or I deal with that person, and they're not around here like, oh, this happened to me, that happened to me, this, that. They're not open telling you. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something they don't want to tell you. No, correct. Maybe it's something that ain't got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Right, and and because maybe they're not carrying it on them, they are carrying it on them possibly, mm-hmm. but they're not gonna let it affect. Uh, y'all area, interaction, area. right? Area. And they're not gonna tell you about it. No. So then you assume like, oh, they seem like, you know, I see them, especially like in a temple setting, mm-hmm. in a spiritual setting. I see them. Oh, she always happy. She's smiling. He happy. He this. Da, 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 da. And then you assume like you know their whole life story. Yeah. And most people, when they come into a temple, they already lived a pretty good portion of life. Just like yourself, right? Yeah, they got some stories about, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but you only might be seeing them in a certain setting, yeah. right? Same thing as people at work. I think judgment yeah. is based on exposure, on people's exposure. Oh, yeah. I think judgment is based on weakness, too. Weakness. For I once said weakness worries. Worry is weakness. Yeah. How Judge- tough for you? How much shit can you take and keep going? Well, a lot of judgment does come out of a sense to try to keep yourself safe. Yeah. Because if you judge and you judge correctly, <laughs> you can avoid the problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, but some problems you believe are problems are not problems at all. Correct. Because if you don't have the problem directly, then you end up with a different problem. That might be harder to solve. Yeah. Right? And usually you're going to end up with a different problem layered on top of the problem you was avoided. Because one's going to come from the other. Hmm. So they're going to like... Yeah, one's going to grow into the next. 
Is and that I, like at times life comes knocking on your door and if you try to keep the door shut, you're actually going to fuck yourself up more? Yeah. And at times, if you open the door, you're going to fuck up yourself more. The judgment is that you already know what to do. do That's you know? a judgment. Then how do you know? Well, I guess you don't know what to do. You just do it and see you, what happens. You, that's the problem. Mm. The, right? How do you know? You don't know. You might come to know in the moment. In that moment, it might come to you. You might know exactly what to do. Right? It might not. You still might not know what to do. So then you got to make a choice. But your need to know is because you're trying to keep yourself safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's why you need to know in order to keep yourself safe, yeah. right? Well, it's like, yeah. That's why, yeah, you want to know so bad because you're like, oh, well, because you, you think that you know what's best for you in your future. So, like, you might... You might, like, it might be meant for you to do... It's always meant for you to do what you're supposed to do. But that's, like, that's where people, like, they always say, like, oh, I got faith. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, not really. Because <laughs> you're always, like, trying to figure out and know, like, oh, how do I tread light and... Oh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? That's a common question, well, right? Well, here's a cheat. Or how, how is this relationship going to turn out yeah, for me? Yeah, right? How is it going to go? Uh-huh. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? <laughs> exactly. More than likely, it's going to be both. Yeah. Okay, that's the way. Okay, yeah. does, does yeah, that make sense? That makes sense. But like all of that comes from that fear and that trying to keep yourself safe. But yeah, but you, what I want to say is we have a cheat here. We have a cheat code. His name is Papa Hector, and they're called the Loa. And if you can listen, you kind of have a little bit of a cheat. The rest of the world doesn't have. Yeah, they do, and they don't. They don't have it because. They don't want to. Right. They do have it because it's available to them if they look. Oh, right. True. The, they true. have to take responsibility to look. And I'm not saying I'm happy when, you live my life, but there no. are junctures in life where I'm like, crap, you're in my life. You and the yeah. law, I'd be a fool not to be like... Like, and I'm not saying... yeah. You, like, even, even in a situation that happened over the last nine months, right? You guys didn't tell me yes or no. One facet, there'd be a look of disgust like, oh... And then another one would be, eh, right? So yeah. I made the decision, but at the same time, I was listening and I was watching. Yeah, exactly. But real listening requires that you try, you be open without too yeah, many judgments. Yeah, you have to, yeah, you without have to too have many judgments. When you come. Yeah, because otherwise, you come in, right? You get the answer, and you either make the answer fit what you want the answer to be. And this, it's funny. We're still talking about Methuselah in a different way because we're talking about how psychic she is, right? Yeah. So it ties into spiritual workers, period, or yeah. psychics, people who do the spiritual work in one way or another. Many names they call themselves, I don't give a fuck about names. Right. Yeah. People who will see, actually see the future or see, hey, don't do this. Hey, you should do this or you should do that and give consultations to other people however they do it. And their information is correct, and people will still try to turn that information into what they want to hear, mm-hmm. or be like, "Oh, that person doesn't know what they're talking about right. because it's not what I In want line. to hear." Yeah. Or try to push the spiritual worker in, into saying what I want to hear, 
like trying to like maneuver it around some which way, like right? And exactly. <laughs> and sometimes the spiritual worker may not have been trained enough, okay, through no fault of their own mm-hmm. and through their own fault. Everything's always a double edged blade. Okay, through their own fault because they didn't seek to do better. No, through no fault of their own because true teachers are few and, and far apart. Yeah. yeah. So through no fault of their own, but through their own fault because they didn't continue to seek. So both, right, don't know how to deal with the situation or are unable to, you know, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. for that person or that situation. So it requires that you be able to listen truly, truly without your judgments. Mm-hmm. For example, I'll give you an example. I had someone. They came in. Here's the judgment they came in with. This person right here, they're my twin flame. They're my soulmate. I know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's the facts of, of the relationship, mm-hmm. okay? The facts of the relationship is dude's in jail because the state put him there because other people called on y'all because he beat you the hell up. It's not the first time. So after he gets out of jail, he can't be around you for a long time. Right? He can't be around you for a long time. The two of you have like this kind of like basically history built on suffering. Right? Yeah, I don't know flame in that. Where each of you are like not only inflicting suffering upon each other, but also hooked together through other suffering (coughs) you've been through. Right? It's like Stockholm mission to me. Yeah. You're hooked together through that. Like Stockholm mission. <laughs> and and um nobody in his family likes you. He's never paid for anything. So basically at the end of the day, the totality of the story is like he's using you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he beats you up. Sometimes he goes to jail. Sometimes you call off the charges if you can. And He's not allowed to be around you for the next two years. But you bailed him out. Yeah, she did. Since you bailed him out, he don't want nothing to do with you because you put him in. Um, which you actually did. And he can't be around Etc. Et and <laughs> Right? And so then, with that judgment, that's the real situation. Then you turn around and be like, oh, like, Papa, I, I know I really got to heal. And everything will resolve if I healed. And then you're like, yeah, so, but what I need him to do is come back. Which goes back to a thing I've said to you before outside of this. Relationships can completely, relationships can put people's spiritual paths right off into the woods. Yeah. That's a source of getting off track, isn't it? It's a big source of getting off track. Yeah, it can be a big source of getting off track, especially also because the law doesn't give a damn about your relationship. No. What that means is, let's say you have something to do with the law. Mm-hmm. Right? Or you have something to do with your spirit. Mm-hmm. The law doesn't care. No. The law doesn't care that 
you know, Susie or Jeffrey doesn't want you to. Like, the law is not concerned. That's yeah. not their problem. Let's say the law says you're in the middle of something and being, let's say you guys are somewhere, you yeah. and your partner. The law's like, bitch, like, I need you to come home and do this, 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 that. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. The law doesn't care. Nope. The law doesn't care that this other person might be upset or offended. Okay. No, what don't. if the law says to you, I had law say this to me before. Okay, like I don't want you on none of that stuff. What that stuff I'm talking about is any electronical thing. So that means no TV, no phones, no um computers, none of that shit. Yeah. Okay. And they might say that, and they be like, might be like, bitch, I don't want you on none of that shit for three days. Okay, and then. Um, all your consultations, all the work, everything is done remotely. Right. So, hold, exactly. So, hold on. Exactly. So, that's number one. Number two, but also, let's say you're talking to someone. You're in a relationship with someone. Maybe you don't live together. You normally communicate via phone or text yeah. or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, yours radio silence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You think that's going to be Okay. No, it's gonna be a headache. Oh, okay. It ain't that gonna be it's gonna be a headache, which is gonna be a fight, which is gonna be a distraction mm-hmm. from you doing what the hell you, you need do. to be doing because instead of doing what you need to be doing, you sit around angry. Okay? When you're over there in the altar and you're setting down that service, it's angry energy. Not only is it angry energy, you're not thinking about the lie in front of you. You're thinking about Joe, Jeffrey, or Susie, and what the fuck happened, and what the fuck the problem is, and oh, oh yeah, and like you finally just opened up your phone, right? And there's all these crazy texts or whatever else, or fuck it, Susie or Jeffrey showed up to your door and started knocking at me, and like, what the fuck is going on? You're not answering none of my calls, et cetera, et cetera. You're supposed to be sitting down doing what you're supposed to be doing, instead, you're dealing with all that. Now, Jeffrey or Susie, whoever it is, okay, fulano, fulana, as we say in Spanish. Now, they want to be arguing with you till three in the morning. Oh, God. Okay, but you're supposed to do that shit today before 12 o'clock. That happens. <coughs> I don't seen that happen. Or how about this other one I seen happen? You're supposed to go to a ceremony. The person that you're with is not involved. Mm-hmm. Every time there's a ceremony or before a ceremony, you and her have it out. Why is that? Mm. What's more important, me or that? Maybe that? Yeah, it, it'll be that. It'll be, or they might just have a fight with you over something else that's going to end up causing you to be late. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, they want to fight with you about, I don't know, the floor being clean. Okay? Right. Mind you, the floor might have been dirty all fucking week. Both of y'all been there, chilling, you fucking eating, throwing wrappers on the floor. Like, everybody done known it's been dirty all this time. <laughs> now it's fucking... Time you, for the party. Or whatever you're going to do. At 3 o'clock, it's now one thirty, And they want to fight with you about that. So, like, that's another way of distraction. Or, um, 
You were going to say for one? Me, for me, I can say that I've been in both ways. So the, the last relationship I was in, I felt like she was suppressing everything. So I felt, we, no, we can't be together. Then they said, this feels don't like her anyway. <laughs> you know? But I, that's why I say if you let it, because everyone else that I'm with, that I've ever been with, like, okay, you see my answer, this is what I'm about. You can't tell me not to do this with the spirits. This is what's going there. If I'm going to it, which was the butt of our arguments, which you can't suppress me. So, yes, I'm going to this service. I'm going to this, and I'm going to be on time. Because now I realize you're trying to sabotage every time I'm leaving. Something's wrong. Yeah, exactly. So, now I'm not telling you when I'm leaving. But just know I'm leaving today. Mm. Now, you don't know how to come for me, but I'm in my head like, no, this, I because I don't like chaos at home. You're causing me chaos. Mm-hmm. The spirits don't like chaos. So we can't be together. You mm-hmm. know, but some people will force it, like Papa said. When it, now we're going to force it. They're clearly telling you not to be involved in this relationship. But now you want to do it anyway. Work. I want to bring a bag. Well, that, that kind of goes back. That happens too, yeah. It knocks out, you know, five of your teeth now, you know, and you need partial implants. It's nobody's fault. You might, oh, want to mess him up. But he then showed you who he was. This is a conscious decision. <laughs> well, I was going to say back to like one of the podcasts that we did, the outer versus inner. A lot of people were like, like you might be involved, but like you're still working on the inner. But you still obviously have certain parts of you that want the outer. So the outer might be like the relationship, the, the romantic love, right? Yeah. But I, I was going to say too, like maybe having Fredo with you, especially as your head bringing like things to the surface often like can't really avoid it kind of pushes you a little bit more into the inner work at least for me because she have you in your feelings yeah you know? for real yeah. and, then you're like, and then you're like all right well this is something I, I i can't i can't function like i gotta fucking i have to do the inner so that i can function yeah that yeah. can happen it's like a blessing as well yeah that can happen because if she has you more emotional right and you go through higher highs and deeper lows, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It gives you motivation. Yeah. Yeah. You call it a problem. We call it motivation. Right. Okay. Because, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like we call it a motivation no, because yeah, you're not is. motivated to do shit until shit is wrong. Exactly. That's when you're motivated to do the deeper work. Right. Or even do work at all. Yeah. Like, basically, like, nobody goes to church when everything's good. Like, that's the yeah. saying. Like, basically, that's why when everything's good for everybody, like, the church is empty. Right. Right? But, like, when everything is bad, that's when, like, you, the church has full numbers. Right. right. It's packed. It's jam-packed. You can't even find a parking spot. What motivates most people to get things right are the problems. Are the quote-unquote the Yeah, the, the, the bad things yeah. is what motivates most people to do something to shift and change. And if they get on the path of the inner work within that shift and change on a true inner path, then what happens is other things get resolved that they didn't expect. Correct. Right. That's what happened. Right. To me. That's so exactly it, what happened. Other problem. things get resolved, yeah. not just maybe the primary reason. Okay. The primary reason might be something small or it might be something even grander than what's going to get resolved right away. Right. And other things start to get resolved and they start to realize actually, like, 
it's not just about this one area. Doing the work gets me benefits in all, all of the it. all of these areas, yeah. which helps to get you further along the path. But the thing with another thing with Freda people is like a lot of Freda people like to isolate. Mm-hmm. Like to be by themselves. And that's also a good thing. It can be a either way type of thing, yeah. right? But on the one good thing about it is that it allows that person, right, to be a little bit more observant, right? More introspective, more, right? More looking at the bigger picture. It gives different angles. It gives time and space, yeah, right, from situations, etc., if it goes into a place where it's really unbalanced, it almost becomes like an agoraphobia. Yeah. Right? Where mm-hmm. now you can't deal, deal with, with being around other yeah. people. Right? If it's imbalanced, right, it's your preference. Right. You can deal with being around other people, but you're like anything, you're going to prefer your preferences. It's easy, easily achieved. It's not like you have to go too far out of your way. You're going to fulfill that yeah. often. There's nothing wrong with, like, if you, because that's how you design, that you isolate more often than not. Right. However, there is a problem if all you do is isolate. It's isolate, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then once you, even just, like, you just notice when you really start to go into the inner work and, like, really kind of, like, get disciplined to and do what you need to do, like we were talking about before um, with the synchronicity, but also to, like, it just seems like the personal work actually it gets easier like it's not as hard to actually do like mm. you kind of start seeing like this is like yes i don't want to do it but it doesn't take long like no it's not as hard it's challenging but not hard no it's challenging to a person but it's not that hard to accomplish and to do with you know Everything, if you have all of what you need, right? right? Then it's not, it's challenging, it's not hard. The challenge part is that part where I don't really feel like doing it or oh, this or oh, that, but you push yourself past that. Right. Habits require that, like, the same way, you know, any other habit is done, repetition. And you push, you might not always want to do it. No. It's just like anybody who goes to, let's say, the gym, gym. all the time or yeah. whatever. They don't always want to go. But they still go. Right? It's about pushing past what you want in that moment for something larger. Right. Sometimes you have to push past what you want on a smaller scale mm-hmm. to gain a larger goal. Yeah. And with Freda, with Metra Zilin, she's the spirit that when she's in balance, everything can especially with people that I see that have strong Freda, like they find like people kind of just give them things, you know, let them get away with a lot of things, you know, like um, a lot of good things, like uh, uh, a lot of good things. Like they get away with a lot of things. They are given things. Life is often made easy for them. Yeah. They're often made exceptions to the rules, etc., etc. Huh? They usually charm. If you were yeah. doing something, like you must have slept with him, or you used to. Yeah, like they. Yeah, like that's very common, right? 
Now, like anything out of balance. I was going to say, doesn't it do like the opposite? It, it becomes like, a problem. Yeah, things start yeah. to kind of like, people start coming for you, like out of nowhere. It's just like all different types of hiccups. But, mm-hmm. but even then, that, even the good things out of balance create a problem. Oh, yeah. Because then you think that's how things should go. People have mm-hmm. to do it. And they have to do it. Then you become entitled to it. Right. Then when you meet a motherfucker who ain't, who ain't falling for your game, okay? Meaning, you might meet another Freda. Yeah. Another Freda ain't going <laughs> to fall for another Freda game, no, baby. baby. Like, <laughs> how you, you can't... I know a lady uh, with a, um, an elevator Freda. She wants everyone to do it. She will have something for everyone to do but her. And we, she doesn't do that with me. Yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's, not, it's not going. I'm not doing no, it. Like, no, exactly. Not, not so when you meet another another Freda, that person may not, they might be looking at you like, you should be doing it for me. Yeah. Okay? And things like that because both of you, and they're not playing that BS with you. Yeah. And so then what happens is you get mad at them. Now you don't like them. Now they're your enemy. Right? Right? And now, or a whole emotional thing goes on involved inside of you. And maybe if that person's a friend of two, maybe inside of that person. But you're concerned with you, so you go through this whole thing. Maybe even a meltdown, or how could they? You get angry, you get sad, you get happy, you get glad, you're going to get them. You're going to kill that motherfucker. Like, like, oh, you go through the whole range and shit, right? Yeah, exactly, like... (laughs) All this stuff, when really it's not that deep, what you happened was that same, even good can create a bad side effect. Right. That side effect is you became super entitled, you became accustomed to it. You might even stop being grateful for it. Right. Because you've gotten so accustomed to it. Now, someone else out there, right, that person actually who you just got upset at. You should call your friend because they're who taught you. You see? Right? So (laughs) um, now, now that person who you call your enemy, you should call your friend because they actually taught you something about yourself. Right. If you took the introspection, you would say... Hmm, this person is challenging me. I'm upset. Why am I upset? Is it true? Could it be true? Is it a possibility that this could be seen this way? Are any of these possible? Are they likely? And so on and so forth. And actually thank that person because they actually, most people might fall for you, might fall for your game. But this person had clarity. And they might not even know they had clarity. Yeah. They might not know. Yeah. Okay? And their clarity might have come from a very unclear place. But the game but, is one is manipulation. Huh? Oh, wow. So that's portion here. Yeah. So, um, so a good question just had right now, right, is like, is it unelevated? Explain it better. Okay, so when you have a Frida, for me, I check myself. When we would be in the 
less balanced part, as Papa said. So expecting people, I'm accustomed to people doing things for me, paying for stuff, whatever it may be, without me asking, having to say anything. Oh, okay, I get free passes. No, I didn't do anything for them. You know, that, that has happened to me. But I also, I'm aware people don't have to, you mm -hmm. know? So I was wondering, I felt like, is it that you're more balanced when you are aware of both versus it's a game when the person is in the less balanced way, less balanced yeah. freedom? So when someone's imbalanced, right, then it's then that's where it becomes an expectation and a demand and there becomes a whole thing that happens, like a whole I'm like, not going to talk tantrum. To tantrum tantrum yes. is the best word I have for it. Uh, tantrum that results either inner or outer tantrum, right? Either they actually like, outwardly show, outwardly show like, it upset. or they're having a tantrum inside of them because of whatever. Now, naturally, this is not the tradition of idiocy. What that means is like, hey, if you want to give me and do for me... We don't teach you to be like, no, no. say no. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, however, the elevated portion, right? When you're elevated in getting and receiving, then you're like, yeah, I'm grateful. You're aware. Like, you didn't have to do this for me. I'm aware of that. I feel grateful for it. Like, I don't discount it. I don't say shit to you like, well, I didn't ask you to do that. Right, because that actually displays that actually they're yeah. in, in grateful for it. Yes. Okay. And I was now, however, I was you more angry and more like um, depressed. And then it's like, uh, so you didn't get me anything to eat. Yeah, exactly. So, so now I have to get up and go get something to eat. Exactly. So that's yeah. And that's like, oh, more. Well, about... I didn't want to eat what you wanted to eat. You know. So it's like, how dare you? And then I'm. I checked myself. I didn't yeah. know it would. It was because of my plasticity. So I'm listening to it, and it makes sense. Because then I'm in my feelings, like, how dare they? Like, yeah, exactly. Right so that's the like, tantrum. They don't right? have to, you know. So yeah. yes, if they do, so you check yourself, and you're like, yeah, and then. So at a certain point, eventually you do, you're like, okay, I'm grateful and I'm really grateful for what people do for me. Exactly. And even when they don't say anything about it or whatever, whatever, like I'm still grateful, right? I'm going to accept whatever is being given to me. It doesn't mean like go ahead and turn it away all the time, right? I'm going to accept what's being given to me, but I also see like, hey, they, it didn't have to be done for me, right? I'm not entitled to that. And also I'm with not... the compassion part, sorry to interrupt you, Papa. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe it's not the word compassion, but... Let's say a person is like, oh, you know, like, you know, like a grandma, they always want to give you like some money or whatever, but you don't need it. So understanding like, okay, I can say I don't need it, you know, give it to someone else mm -hmm. versus being in the energy of, oh, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Let me take, let me take, let me take because I'm supposed to, because I'm accustomed to. Exactly. You know? That's another thing. Yeah, exactly. Or even saying like. I see, like, this old grandma, she's going to give me this money. But in actuality, like, she can't afford to be giving me this money. And again, I don't need it. Like, so compassion is, real compassion is suffering with. Correct. Right? It means, like, you're able to be with suffering or be with someone in their suffering. So you're able to see from where they're seated. And you're able to be able to be at one with them while you're being compassionate, right? So that's compassionate. And 
you would be able to be like, yeah, I don't really need that money. Or maybe I only needed half of that money and I could give her the other half back. She doesn't even realize that if she gives it to me, she's doing herself dirty. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, my or grandma did, would do things yeah, like that to me. Et cetera, et cetera. Exist. Or give you an example, like somebody's going to like, they accidentally give you like three $10 bills instead of three ones. Right? If you're not compassionate. Mm, it depends. Right? Let's say you could tell, you can see, oh, that's that person's like first day on the cash register. Da, 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 da. Like they're all nervous. Da, 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 da. You don't need the money. Right? And you're in tune. And you can see like, oh, they're going to get in some shit for this. Mm. You get the money back. Mm-hmm. That it depends. Compassion is both ways. So what this means is, if, bitch, you're starving, and I just gave you a blessing of 30 damn dollars that you didn't have because you're starving, you, you got to suffer with yourself first. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> you got to be compassionate with yourself yeah. in order to be compassionate with others. So, so, so yeah, she might, like, that the new cashier, you got to see it the other way. She, because she's a new cashier, she might only get slapped, slapped on, on the wrist. wrist. Yeah. Now you're eating, and she just got slapped, and everyone is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say about Wawa? No, the same thing. A yeah. guy, I got gas, and then when I came back out to pay it, he was like, oh, no, you're good. And I went to pay it inside, but they said that's why I came back when I was on my way outside. They were like, no, it didn't come up. I'm like, are you serious? The car is there. He put the gas in. So he said the same thing. I said, here's the money because you're going to come up short. I said, you must have cleared it. I don't know. For some reason, he cleared it. it. But I felt like more I was his blessing that day because. That's how it is sometimes. You know, because mm-hmm. I said, you're short. Then he, he went back. He was like, you're right. Thank you so much for being honest. I'm like, yeah, you know, he would have lost his job. And I had the money right there. And he, I don't know why he cleared it. But take it back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now. You know, everything, it's always like what we say is situational. It's yes, that whole situational right. thing. Black and white. Because before my $6, I had $7 and I went to the gas station. So this lady comes up and she's taller than me. So she's kind of like hovering over me. And then she says, I hope they don't take forever. I think she was a nurse. And she's like, um, but I, I'm not dressed. You know, I'm just going to the store. So she says, uh... I hope they don't take forever. I don't have time for this. So when the lady comes, she just starts talking. I'm like, I can't believe she just cut me. So she says to her, put 20 on whatever she's putting, she's getting. So the girl's like, what? Her? She's like, yes, put 20 on whatever she's getting and fill my tank up. I had $7. So she, in essence, put $27 gas in the car. I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you. You know, I wasn't ever expecting someone, but randomly. And I was like, you just going to cut me. You know, (laughs) see, and that's another part of like what we were saying. Like, basically, sometimes like jumping, you stab yourself. Exactly. Like jumping, jump into conclusions, jump into judgments. You might have immediately jumped to like, oh, this ignorant bee. She's an ignorant ass bee. Like, oh, who she thinks she is jumping in front of me and this and that. And you might have shot your, you would have shot yourself in the foot because certainly she wasn't putting twenty dollars in your tank at that point. Exactly. You feel me? Yeah. Whereas taking that pause, that little bit of pause, and being like, really. 
first of all, is it worth my energy? Yeah. I ask people that all the type, like, ask yourself that question all the time. I tell people, ask yourself the question all the time. Is it worth my energy? If I put my energy in it, is anything really going... How am I be- How is this a benefit, either for me or the other person? Like, yeah. how is there a benefit, right? And if I can't avoid putting my energy in it, let me just... But I know it's not going to bring, like, some grand benefit, right? I'm not going to put a lot. I don't put bare minimum and I don't keep it pushing, yeah. right? And a lot of people never ask themselves, like, is this worth me getting upset about? Is yeah. this worth me mm-hmm. getting irritated about? Is this worth my energy and all of those things? I think as far as emotional, you know, with mental sensitivity, I could say a lot. So I feel like I've I've checked myself on those things too. Because if you're angry a lot or depressed a lot, I think it goes back to wanna look within. Are you you know, you you get tired of feeling like that. So it's like when do you get tired? You know, each person gets tired whenever. But when you get tired is when you're gonna seek so you can do better, look within, do the work, etc. I don't want to feel like that, you know, like mad extreme or unbalanced, you know, just obstacles, whatever the case is, I think, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about Metroizilia is like what we said, like she's very complex loi, who like a lot of people see her very much on the surface. Beauty... Um, she's the spirit of luxury, riches, love, this and that, um, right, etc. But with shiny stuff, exactly. But what people don't realize is she's actually quite complex, and like, um, because she deals with emotions. She deals with emotions. emotions she deals complex. with yeah, all of those things, and she deals with all of those complex things that people like either really hate or idealize, mm-hmm. and you know. It's not a loi. The funny thing is, like, it's a loi that a lot of people think, like, they're going to go ahead and they're going to manipulate her with a few shiny objects and call it, and, like, you know, she's just going to fall for that. You know, like, she's not a loi that can just be, like, here's some trinkets and here's some shiny things, et cetera, et cetera. And just, like, we just talk about a lot of, one side, but the same way that she can be how she is, she can also be very mean. Okay? Very vengeful. Mm-hmm. Right? And very keen and clever at doing that. Right? So, with that being said, you know, a lot of people don't realize you don't get one side of the coin. Mm-hmm. You're going to have both sides on that coin. And so, the same way she could be sweet, Metrazili herself too can be bitter. Mm-hmm. You know? And you have to take that into account. So I think that kind of runs and concludes this podcast. You know, we had some visit from Metrazili during, that's why we had that little pause there. Ha ha ha! So, always fun times. As you know, we're nearing a ceremony, so that makes sense. And so anyway, as always, make sure you like, follow, comment, support, follow, subscribe, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, or your favorite podcast app. 
We'll speak to you guys soon. Stay blessed today and always.